Hey, this is Steve Dirt. Today we're going to read from Luke chapter 21. We're going to start in verse 5 and go to the end of the chapter. It's a lengthy chapter, what's left of it, and uh, quite intriguing. So let's go. It says this, Some of his disciples began talking about the majestic stonework of the temple and the memorial decorations on the walls. But Jesus said, The time is coming when all these things will be completely demolished. Not one stone will be left on top of the other. Teacher, they asked, when will all this happen? What sign will show us that these things are about to take place? He replied, don't let anyone mislead you. For many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah and saying the time has come, but don't believe them. And when you hear of wars and insurrections, don't panic. Yes, these things must take place first, but the end won't follow immediately. Then he added, Nation will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes and there will be famines and plagues in many lands. And there will be terrifying things and great miraculous signs from heaven. But before all this occurs, there will be a time of great persecution. You will be dragged into synagogues and prisons and you will stand trial before kings and governors, because you are my followers. But this will be your opportunity to tell them about me. So don't worry in advance about how to answer the charges against you, for I will give you the right words and such wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to reply or refuse you. Even those closest to you, your parents, your brothers, relatives, and friends will betray you. They will even kill some of you. And everyone will hate you because you are my followers. But not a hair of your head will perish. By standing firm, you will win your souls. And when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then you will know that the time of its destruction has arrived. Then those in Judea must flee to the hills. Those in Jerusalem must get out. And those out in the country should not return to the city. For those will be days of God's vengeance, and the prophet's words of Scripture will be fulfilled. How terrible it will be for pregnant women and for nursing mothers in those days. For there will be disaster in the land and great anger against this people. They will be killed by the sword or sent away as captives to all the nations of the world. And Jerusalem will be trampled down by the Gentiles until the period of the Gentiles comes to an end. And there will be strange signs in the sun, moon, and stars. And here on earth, the nations will be in turmoil, perplexed by the roaring seas and strange tides. People will be terrified at what they see coming upon the earth, for the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then everyone will see the Son of Man coming on a cloud with power and great glory. So when all these things begin to happen, stand and look up, for your salvation is near. Then he gave them this illustration. Notice the fig tree, or any other tree. When the leaves come out, you know without being told that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things taking place, you can know that the kingdom of God is near. And I tell you the truth, this generation will not pass from the scene until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. Watch out. Don't let your hearts be dulled by carousing and drunkenness and by the worries of this life. 
Don't let that day catch you unaware, like a trap, for that day will come upon everyone living on the earth. Keep alert at all times, and pray that you might be strong enough to escape these coming horrors and stand before the Son of Man. Every day Jesus went to the temple to teach, and each evening he returned to spend the night on the Mount of Olives. The crowds gathered at the temple early each morning to hear him. Now this was a very extensive section of scripture. Uh, the book of Luke is filled with huge chapters of scripture. It's a very um, in-depth um, book of the Bible. And in it here, you see the disciples of Jesus, they are marveling at the beauty and majesty of the temple. Now the temple was the centerpiece the great symbol of the nation of Israel. It was where God dwelled. It was how God uh, worked with the people and was mediated with the people there at the temple. It was a very important religious structure, but it was also very important for their identity as a nation. And Jesus is saying, listen, there's going to come a day when this temple, this place that so many people are putting their hopes and dreams in, and they're looking to for protection, they're looking to for um, their salvation, there's going to come a day when the temple is destroyed. And Jesus' followers are wondering, when is this going to happen? When, when, Jesus, will this all happen? And he says, listen, it's not going to happen right away. Now, we know from history that from the time Jesus uttered these words to the moment when the temple was destroyed, because it was destroyed by the Roman Empire, um, that took place in 70 AD. So there were 40 years, roughly, of waiting and so Jesus said, Listen, I'm going to tell you what, you're going to have to go through a lot of tough stuff in the midst of waiting for these events I'm talking about to take place. You are going to be brought uh, before trial. You are going to be identified as a follower of mine. And because of that, you're going to be persecuted. You will suffer. But then Jesus promises them. He says, listen, you're going to go to trial, but know this, have hope that I will give you the words. I will give you the wisdom. I will give you the things to say. And you will, by being brought before other people and persecuted and recognized as a follower of mine and you having to give an account for your faith, you are going to tell other people about me. Others are going to hear the good news because of you being faithful in the midst of suffering. One of the big points I just want to make today in the midst of all this is that followers of Jesus are people who are associated with the living Jesus. We're not a people who merely believe in a bunch of good truths and teachings from some great teacher. We follow the living Jesus. We follow his way of life. And Jesus made it clear that following him would lead to troubles, would lead to persecutions, would lead to having to defend our faith. And for Jesus' first followers, it meant having to defend their very lives. And to followers around the world today, our brothers and sisters around the world, it means them defending their lives. And so Jesus says, but if you are faithful, you will win your souls. 
Jesus calls on his followers to be faithful in the midst of suffering and persecution. And he says, I'll be there with you. I'll give you the words. I'll give you the wisdom. And so today, where are you discouraged because of your faith? Where might you be treated differently because of your faith? And for us living in the United States, um, persecution sure looks a lot different than our brothers and sisters around the globe. And so I think it would be good for us today just to pause and recognize that our brothers and sisters around the globe are being killed because they are people of the cross. They are people of our living Christ, Jesus. And they're being brought before trial they're being arrested, they're being kept away from their families, and they are being uh, put to death because they say yes to Jesus. I think it would be good for us today to recognize that and to pray for our brothers and sisters and to remember and just give them encouragement from these words. In the words of Jesus that say, these moments when you're brought before kings and governors because you are followers of Jesus, this will be your opportunity to tell them about me. So don't worry in advance about how to answer the charges against you, for I will give you the right words and such wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to reply and refute you. Recently, um, the Islamic State uh, terror organization put to death a group of followers of Jesus, Coptic Christians, our brothers and sisters. And when he was, when when they were putting our brothers and sisters to death because of Jesus, they could not stop the followers of Jesus being put to death. They could not stop them from uttering the name of Jesus. And Jesus. As horrible as that circumstances were, Jesus was lifted up because of the faithfulness of our brothers. And so let's pray for our family around the world who are going through the kind of persecution we can't imagine. Um, and so let's, let's pause and pray. God, right now we recognize that there are folks, our brothers and sisters in the faith, who are um, under threat in the world because they follow you and yet they do not deny you and they're faithful. God, give courage to our brothers and sisters. Give hope to our brothers and sisters. Give protection to our brothers and sisters. Fill them with your spirit when they have an opportunity or have to defend themselves before others. God, may they speak boldly of you and God, may people's hearts change and transform because of the testimony, because of their story, because of their witness. We thank you for being a God who does not leave us in the midst of pain and suffering, but you show up and you give us words and you give us wisdom. We lean into you today and we support our brothers and sisters around the, around the world. And so we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me continue uh, or encourage you to continue to... Um, pray for our brothers and sisters around the globe and encourage you today that Jesus will give you the words and wisdom you need. So have a great day today. We'll see you.